0: Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. I'm so glad that you're taking some time to listen to this episode. Today's episode is a special one because I'm recording this actually on Memorial Day here in the United States of America. Memorial Day is not Veterans Day, uh, although we do pay respect to all those that serve in the military all the time, and we should all the time thank them for their service. But today is a day of remembrance. It's a day to remember the sacrifice That so many gave up, so many never came home, so many young men and women left their homes, their families, their friends, their life to give it all on the battlefield. And so we say thank you, first and foremost, to all of those who have done the ultimate sacrifice, who have given all so that we could be free. I am glad to be an American. I'm grateful. Because I truly believe America is a country that is good, that still has hope, that still can be a light to the world, that many, many countries do need us to stand with them. And so I just want to say, God bless the United States of America, and may we forever be, I hope and pray, a country that honors him. Now, today's episode is not all about Memorial Day, per se, but it is about the power of remembering. I couldn't help reflect this weekend about the idea of the power of remembering, remembering things. God asks us to remember our first love. We see in the end times that we are to remember what our first love is so that we remember that we are to be not hot or cold, or we are to be hot or cold, but not lukewarm. Sadly, I think our churches have become lukewarm because we have failed to remember. We have failed to remember what the church needs to be. And so today I want to challenge you and encourage you to remember. What should we be remembering? I jotted down a few thoughts. I hope you'll let me listen. And I hope you'll stay and listen. This is not going to be a long podcast, so please listen. And I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback on this. How do you remember? What do you remember? What are some important things that you know you need to keep remembering? Here's some things that I would encourage you to think about. Do you remember the first day that you met Jesus, that someone told you about Jesus? Do you remember what that day was like, where you were who it was that shared the hope of salvation with you. What a powerful day that was that changed your course of life. What about the day that you shared the first with the first person about Jesus? I'll never forget the first time I was sitting in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I was just a young teenager And had the opportunity to sit outside and we were practicing the wordless book during what's called Christian Youth in Action. And I was sitting out on the front patio, practicing uh, with my training partner. And we were going through the book and I was nervous because I didn't want to mess anything up. And I wanted to make sure I was hitting all the points. And I remember this little boy wandering over with his dog. And my partner ended up playing with the dog so that I could sit and talk with this child uh, about the wordless book. I went through, I'm sure I messed up a lot of the points, but God is so good. (laughs) And uh, I saw that little boy come to know Jesus that day. And my life was forever changed. I will never forget that moment. The joy I felt watching this boy get light in his eyes and say, wow. I do feel different inside, but I know I'm going to be different. What an amazing thing to always remember. Do you remember the day that you were called into ministry, that you feel like you know that this is where you are supposed to be serving in ministry, whether you're full-time, part-time, volunteer? Do you remember when you were called? When you realize that this is what God wants you to do, to reach children, to reach students, to reach families with the gospel of Jesus, do you remember the why behind why you accepted it? I will never forget the day that God showed me very clearly that he wanted me in ministry. I don't know if I've ever shared this on a podcast before, but I was actually going into Child Evangelism Fellowship as a a 19-year-old. They were calling me in to be a local director in Indiana, and I had to go sit before a board of directors uh, and be interviewed and questioned because I was so young, and uh, I went through the interview process, and they answered all I answered all their questions and was getting up to leave, and the state director put his hand on my knee and said, just sit still, and I wondered what was going on, and I thought the interview was done, and I should get up and leave the room so they could discuss. And he just put his hand on there and gave me this look to sit still. So I sat still. And then next thing I know, the chairman of the board goes around the room and says, any discussion? And everybody shook their head. No. And he's like, okay, then I make a motion that we accept Tom uh, into the uh, fellowship of, of child evangelism fellowship for Indiana as a local director. And I started to get up because I thought, oh, I need to leave so they can vote. It's usually done in private, right? <laughs> and uh, no, the director couldn't his hand down on my leg and said, sit. And I sat. <laughs> I wasn't going to argue with him. He was, he, was, he was a very tall man with very big hands. And so when he gave me that look, he was an ex-Marine. Uh, I, he I sat down. And next thing I know. Around the room, they voted. All seven people voted yes. Now, what nobody knew during that time was that I was so unsure of myself that I was literally doing the whole Gideon thing of throwing out the fleece. And I said, to, I said in prayer to the Lord before I walked into that room, Lord, these people don't know me. They don't know anything about me. Uh, if you truly want me in ministry... If this is truly, if I'm stepping into the right calling in my life, would you have them vote 100% yes? If one person says no, I will not accept this, I'll walk away. Nobody knew that I had been praying that. And God wanted to show me very, very clearly that I was to be in ministry. Now, I knew why I wanted to be in ministry. I met a little girl who had never heard about Jesus before. She lived within walking distance of several churches, and she clearly had no clue who God was. It broke me. It broke my heart. I wanted to serve God with my entire life. It was so clear to me that God was saying, I want you to preach the gospel, and I want you to speak it to whoever I put in front of you. I've always said my calling was never just a children's ministry. I will speak and preach to adults, to senior citizens, to teenagers, to preteens, to kids, you name it, I'm there. I love to speak God's words of truth. I feel like he's given me the gift of gab. Obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you know I love to talk. (laughs) But I'll never forget being called into ministry like that, using that little girl and then using those seven people I walked out of that room and I I apparently was just, just pale. And my fiance looked at me and went, what, what happened? And I went, you'll never believe this. And so I told everybody the story standing around in that room. And just then the state director walked out, they had concluded their meeting. And I looked at him and I said, I have to ask you one question. Please tell me, have you ever done that before? And he said, never. I don't know if I'll ever do it again, but he said, for some reason, I felt like you needed to see what we were doing there. Yeah. God wanted me to always remember my calling to ministry. And that with the affirmation of seven mature followers of Jesus, they were confirming the calling God had placed on my life. That's what keeps me going. That's what keeps me pushing through. That's what kept me going when I've watched Some of the worst church things happen that you could possibly imagine. That's what keeps me going when volunteers call in last minute and I'm left in a room with 30 kids by myself. I keep going the good days, the bad days. It's because I remember how God called me and why he called me to reach the lost with the gospel. Do you remember why you're still doing it? Yeah, I remember. I won't forget it. I can still see that little girl sitting on that front porch in Detroit, Michigan. And there are many more, even here in America, that are just like her. We are living in a country that people don't know who Jesus is. We need to get back and remember what the church is called to do. We need to remember the promises of God that he is the Lord of the harvest, and he will bring forth laborers. Some of us are so fixated on the lack of volunteers that we're not mobilizing and empowering the ones we have. Do you remember the story of Gideon? How God said, hey, you have too many. I'm not going to get the glory in this. Weed it down. Hey, you know what? You still have too many. Get rid of some more. And you know what? All you're going to need is some torches and some cracked pots. (laughs) Oh, I love our God. I remember how he said, I will be with you. I will give you the victory. And the people of Israel remembered that. We need to remember that God will be that. Provider, that protector, the restorer of all that is lost, the renewer of life, the one who will never leave us or forsake us, the one who will always be our helper, who will take the yoke of this life and put it on his shoulders and make our burdens light. The one who will go before us and beside us and behind us. The one who sends us a comforter and a keeper and a convictor and a healer. Do you remember these things, my friends? Maybe today you need to sit and reflect and remember. Maybe you need to let go of the things that are are negative. And start remembering all of the positives. I remember growing up hearing a little song my parents would sing. And I remember singing it through tears in some of the hardest, darkest times. I remember singing it alone when I was sitting up on a mountain in Yosemite. It's amazing what praising can do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's amazing what praising can do. I won't worry when things go wrong. Jesus fills my heart with a song. It's amazing what praising can do. Hallelujah. Maybe you need to remember how to praise again, how to rejoice again, how to laugh again. Do you remember what it's like to be a kid? Maybe some of you need to remember what it's like to be a kid again. If you're struggling with connecting with kids, go be a kid. Find that inner kid. My great friend, Ben Folks, always talks about having an inner kid. And if you, I'll have to put a link in the show notes to the podcast where Ben and I talk about finding your inner joy and finding your inner kid. I think some leaders have forgotten, we've become so administratively focused in programs that we forgot what it's like to be kids. To have fun, to have joy, to have curiosity, to have questions, to have doubts. Listen, maybe that's one of the things that will be the greatest thing that turns our churches around is the children's ministry finds the kid again. Maybe we need to stop trying to force kids into into sitting, but get them active Get them into having fun and laughing and enjoying and questioning and digging into God's word. Put God's word in their hands again. Don't just let them be electronic uh, natives, digital natives. Put God's word in their hand and let them discover. Let them ask questions. As as, As commanders, as shepherds, we're commanded to help people remember God's truth. We need to put it into God's God's word, into the kids' hearts, so that they won't sin against God. Do you remember that scripture? We are to remember and to help children understand and remember that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And that no one comes to the Father but through him. We are commanded to remember to love God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and we are commanded to love others with that same passion and intensity. How are we helping children remember these truths? How are we helping them remember that we are to live by faith and not by sight, and that faith comes by hearing the word? How are we helping the children remember the word of truth If we're not putting it into their hands and teaching it on a regular basis, don't bore them with it. I got one of the greatest compliments I've ever received in a long time from a couple of fourth graders who said to me, You know, the video curriculum we watch sometimes is cute and it's funny, but on the other side, it's kind of boring too. And we really like it that you actually talk to us. And you make it fun for us to learn. And I I get something every time you talk, Mr. Tom. (laughs) Wow. I won't forget that. I even told them, you know, fellas, I feel like it's sinful for me to bore you. And I don't ever want to bore you. So if I do, tell me. You can tell me the truth. Because I want to do the best I can do to help you always remember that God loves you guys. And God wants to use you. Thanks for being here today. I want them to remember that God loves them and that God can use them. I want you to remember that you got to be faithful. Don't give up. You got to remember that the enemy has a limited playbook and he will try to divide, discourage, and destroy. He wants to rob you of your joy, your passion, your energy. He wants you to feel isolated and alone. So he's going to roar and roar and roar and roar. He's going to scare off your volunteers. He's going to create chaos and division. Just look at our country today. We're so divided, even inside the church. Maybe that's where the problem is in our country because our churches are so divided. We have forgotten. We have not remembered. We have tried to interpret and make God's word fit to us. And we need to remember that God is holy and there is none like him. And that his word is truth with a capital T, not a small T. The power of remembering. I want you to remember why. I want you to remember what. I want you to remember how. And then I want you to praise him. I want you to remember to praise God. So I hope that this little podcast has been an encouragement to you. And I would love for you to remember me and say, hey, Tom, I really was blessed by this episode, and here's why. Now, one last thing. For some of you, you're just like Tom, I I, I'm just I just don't remember. I am so fried. I'm so tired. I'm so worn out. Listen, if that's you, can I please, please, please invite you to check out restoringleaders.org. There is one-on-one mentoring available. It's all donation based. You give what you can. You invest in yourself because you're investing in others. That's what keeps the ministry afloat. We help each other. <laughs> we support each other. Um, the only way I can keep going and doing what I'm doing is by the gifts and blessings of others. It, But if you need one-on-one time, you need a safe place to vent, to help fi- remember, I would love to walk with you because I've been there. There have been times in my life where I could not remember why I got in. I was starting to forget. I was letting so many other things get in the way that I was losing my joy. I was losing my inner kid. I was losing my creativity. I was losing my passion and drive. I was just surviving from Sunday to Sunday. Groaning through another two or three volunteers calling off. And again, me with a room of 30 or 40 kids and a couple teenagers And I kept going, why am I even doing this? It's not even fun anymore. If you're like that, please check out Restoring Leaders. I still have spaces available for the Restoring Leaders retreat on August 22nd through the 26th. I know some of you are going, oh, the the timing. Well, listen, the timing will never be perfect for you to take a break. The timing will never be perfect for you to pause. But I will tell you, the four days that you come aside in Northeast Ohio... Will help you remember to refocus, to reset, renew, and walk out restored with a battle plan to live that way and to lead that way. I want to encourage you if you decide you want, are interested, we have until June 6, 2022, to get some preliminary numbers in to reserve the or to keep our location that we're at. And it's a beautiful bed and breakfast called the hillside Inn, you can check it out hillside go look at these beautiful bedrooms you we have a jacuzzi tub that yes you'll have time to sit and soak and enjoy you'll be able to sit and look at the beautiful beautiful amish countryside and enjoy amish coffee shops and amish dinners oh man it's going to be fabulous to take walks through some beautiful areas and just rest and renew and reset if you're interested You need to sign up quickly because time is running out. Check it out. If you have any questions, email me at tom at restoringleaders.org. I would love to help you. I want to help you remember. If you're stuck and you're you're needing some help with systems and structures and growth, check out kmccoach.net. I just want to let people know, especially new leaders, you're not alone. Leverage the experience that God has given me. I'm here to serve you. I am here for you. This is not my business. This is my calling now. This is what I do to be a pastor to pastors. So I'm here for you. If I can help and I can serve you in any way, please reach out, message me through the Facebook group at Kid Ministry Collective, uh, through the Facebook group at Restoring Leaders, uh, through Tom at RestoringLeaders.org, however I can serve you. If you need a call, there's play- buttons on the both websites where you can schedule a free call and we can sit and talk. So God bless you, my friends. I pray that you remember. Remember all of God's goodness for you. Remember how much he loves you with an everlasting love. And remember to join me again on another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.